Hi there, listeners. This is the Weird World <laughs> Podcast. I'm Dean. I'm Carrie. I'm Jack. Today, Carrie is going to delight us with something both weird and, I think, not horrific. Not yes. at all. Okay. All right. That's Carrie's new thing now is to not be scary and terrible, you know. Yeah. For a show that's called Weird World, but that's fine. No, huh? No. Uh, does weird equal disturbing and no. gory and gross and... <sighs> Sometimes. Things no. that make your tummy feel bad? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, haven't But okay. Tell us, Care. Start us off. Well... We're going to talk about a restaurant. <laughs> what? What are you, what? What are you doing at? That was a great <laughs> sequence of sounds. Well, e, uh. <laughs> I like it. It's a good start. We're going to talk about a restaurant in London, in Dulwich. Dulwich. Which is spelled Dulwich. Oh. And it, apparently it's a posh part of South London. It has like lots of little boutiques and cute restaurants and cafes and stuff like that. Didn't know there were any posh parts of South London. Am I right, Londoners? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> no, you don't. The restaurant is called The Shed at Dulwich. The Shed. The Shed. I like it. That's a good name for a restaurant. I know. It sounds like it's a good gimmick, doesn't it? I would go there as long as they didn't have things that were infused with seaweed and squid tentacles. Funny you should say that. Because it is kind of a, a trendy, yeah. you know, Foo-foo. quirky kind of place for foodies. Is, is quirky the right word or is pompous? Quirky okay. is the right okay. word. All right. All right. The restaurant is literally in a shed in a garden in South London. They have a website called theshedatdulwich.com. I like it. And I'm going to read to you from the menu. We don't have a traditional menu per se instead of meals our menu is comprised of moods oh god <laughs> you lost me already yeah, yeah. but i would not go to the shed but that's... you choose which fits your day and our chef interprets that we oh. can also tailor dishes for special occasions and at extra cost and then they list examples of some moods that they've served in the past like to give you an idea and you get right Melancholy. <laughs> and lust. You get melon. Oh, that's clever. Lust, lust is the first one. So if okay. you're feeling lusty, you might you might be fed something like rabbit kidneys on toast. Never mind. Seasoned with saffron and an oyster bisque. Okay. Served with a side of pomegranate souffle. So yeah, those are aphrodisiacs. Where's the Spanish fly and chocolate? If you're which feeling, is cockroach ground up, I think. Right. Beatles. I would try the uh, pomegranate uh, souffle. Yeah. I would not Maybe. do the kidneys on toast even no, no matter what the animal was if you're feeling empathetic you might get vegan clams in a clear broth with parsnips carrots celery and potatoes served with rye crisps <laughs> <laughs> literally oh. fresh from the package my wait God. vegan clams yeah Not i don't sure. i want to know what that I is made out of mushrooms oh okay yeah usually things are yes. mushrooms um that's hilarious a little on the nose yes yeah love a meal that makes your heart swell of pork secretos. No idea. You don't pork want that. Secretos? Your secretos. Heart. With artichokes and red wine tapioca. <laughs> what? <laughs> served with a sweet plum or served with sweet plum bacon rashers baked in parcels. Parcels? Oh, this is just British. Yeah, it's yes. that and also could be some made up words too. <laughs> Here's a good one. Comfort. 
Oh, God. Macaroni and cheese and pizza. <laughs> Meatloaf. Ding, ding, ding. Yorkshire blue macaroni and cheese seasoned with bacon shavings yeah. and served in a 600-thread-count Egyptian <laughs> cotton bowl. <laughs> Comes with a side of sourdough bread. That's no. <sighs> cotton bowl? That yes. That's gross-sounding. And also so absorbent, weird. which is maybe not exactly. a good thing. They have pictures of some meals on their website, oh. and it looks like very fancy, you know, not a ton of food on the plate. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Never is. Multiple know. course. Mm-hmm. Foonery. Hilarious. They um, actually, there's no address listed. Mm. It's by appointment mm. only. Oh, my God. And you have to call and call and call and call. You can't. I think you can email like a request for an appointment, but you can't like literally book it online Wait, or anything like that. When was this? Ours is now. This it, it opened in 2017. Okay, a few years ago. Yeah, and so it's hard to you know get through to try to make a reservation, and when you go to the location, you you just go to like the road, and then the restaurant guy meets you out at the road. And blindfolds you no. and takes you back <laughs> okay. to the shed restaurant. And, you know, once you're in there, he takes off your blindfold and then, you know, you get seated. They have like a little playhouse. I feel like a certain percentage are trafficked. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, probably. Do you think you're that fucking special <laughs> as a restaurant? It reminds me a little bit of like oh, those God. blackout restaurants. Where it's pitch black inside. Yeah. And so you can't oh, see. Oh, I have heard of this, yeah. And you but don't you know where you are. Sure. Yeah. Yes, you do know where you yeah. are. But once you're inside, you can't see your you can't see the food. No. You can, you don't get to see a menu. I mean, they bring you that's what they bring you. Yeah, it is. They take yeah. your hand and put it on your fork and, uh-huh. and, and you, go by smell. I believe. Yeah. And somebody gropes you because like, what the fuck? That seems like the most Prime I know. place for that yeah. kind of shit. Somebody with the night vision goggles. It's a, well, the waiters do wear night vision goggles, obviously, so they can see. You have, you are <laughs> at their mercy. Yeah, yeah. It's very expensive because I think the there's fuck? one. There might be one in Las Vegas because I think I did look at it. That is last, not the last time we were in Vegas, but the time before, just to see. That is a Vegas thing, though. Yeah, it, it does seem like it. I've heard of it in other cities too, but it's absolutely not a thing I could ever see you doing, Dean. Uh, would you want to do it? <sighs> Oh, sure. What? I could do that. <laughs> Why? If but, the food was good, I wouldn't not do it. But they don't tell you what the food is. Exactly. Oh, that's that's my so biggest issue. Yeah. You would it. never eat something no. that, I mean, I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's like going to be anything gross. <sighs> I mean, like, you know, super that's adventurous or something girl. like that. I know. I know it is, but I mean, they're, you know, to me, that's I just don't know. tomatoes. <laughs> I feel like a, a lot of high end restaurants are in an arms race to see who can I serve agree. the most disgusting yes. food and make Not people think disgusting. they like it or make people uh, pretend they like it. Most outlandish. Yes. And sometimes that equals disgusting or is close to it. To you. Well, yes, <laughs> but you have very, um, a very self centered. Hold palate. on there. And yes, opinion of things. No. And a very American palette of things. Yeah, it's true. Well, no, I like much of it. No, well. <laughs> you are literally an American that's, human. That no, isn't I what like. I mean. Okay. That you, I didn't say you don't like lots of food. You consider things you don't like disgusting. No, that's no, not true. Just a couple things. That's not true. Well, I've been very careful to say that. Like, uh, like you said, I, I, I hate tomatoes, but I totally understand liking them. It, it okay. makes sense to me. Mustard, Mustard and beans. Pickles, uh, beans. Disgusting. You literally just said. Like that's all food. Just those. 
But just those, just those three just basic those staple foods I said for many people. Means. But foodies and restaurant people trying to create something new yeah. and unique, you are saying it's disgusting. And now, it's not food I know. And it's yes, like, you that's know. an overgeneralization. So, and also, but, just because it's a part of an animal we don't normally eat doesn't make it disgusting. That's true also. But I think, <laughs> I think a lot of the foodieism is fueled by, you know, not Pretentiousness. just... Pretentiousness. Yes. Absolutely. Pretentiousness. Yes, I agree with Part that. of that is like, this really isn't completely edible, but let's see if assholes yeah, will pay a lot of money to eat it. That's more for me like when they make like foams yes, and like yeah. super deconstructed molecular yeah. gastronomy. So, that's yeah, bullshit. That's all. If you're with, just making like a, I don't know, kidneys on toast, whatever. Knock yourself out. I don't want to eat it, but I understand. It's meat on bread. Go for it. But... You know, it's the the really weird for the sake of weird postmodern gold stuff. Flake. That's just if you gold put flake. gold Stop leaf or gold flake flakes. on your food, yeah. I hate you. Then just you stopped. hate me because I've done that. Well, I hate you. Sorry, he does hate you. I'm Sorry that you now. found out this way, you. but mm-hmm. <laughs> silver leaf is worse because it, worse because it looks like tinfoil. It's just it just looks so like tinfoil. It's like you ripped up, you shredded foil onto your food. There's no excessive. Well, I put it in um, wine gummies. Yeah, gold leaf. I okay. remember that. To be fancy champagne Exactly. That's my point. Is that's its only point. To look pretty. It's like status symbol. Well, it was better than her putting in um, those things we, we don't like. What the hell is she Dixie like? cups. No. The, the oh. sprinkles. Just thank oh. God he didn't put sprinkles oh. on the wine gummies and brewing them. <laughs> oh, pudding. I thought you were saying pudding. I know, me too. <laughs> I was really confused. It's like, when's the last time I made pudding? <laughs> I don't know that you ever have. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes, of course. Once, have. but then you didn't like Bill Cosby and you stopped making pudding. So that's Go. true. That is true. So let me see. I have forgotten where we were. Oh, eh. I was talking about how the restaurant experience. Okay. He has a waitress. I believe her name's Phoebe. Just like one? It. It's a very small it's place. It's very small. Ha- oh, is that small. There's like just it's a handful in, of it's tables. It's a shed. There. It's yeah. literally like Is it one. like three tables or something like that? I mean, I don't know how many tables. No, I think they can few, seat right? like 20 people or something oh, like that. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. One waitress for 20 people, one attendant. Poor Phoebe. Wow, that's not cool. They need to hire another 20 yeah. people. Yeah. I need they I think they need one more server. Anyway, yes. Anyhow. I agree. Phoebe is a uh, um uh intuitive waitress. Um, hmm. What does um, that mean? Carrie, it, server is it the word means, you're looking for. True. It means she could look at the customer oh. and intuit what their mood is. So she's an empath. And yeah. suggest you look like, you know, you might be needing you need a to be lusty horny. meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are looking horny. That is here's some octopus. A strange know. skill, if I can call it that. <laughs> and this quirky little restaurant uh, made its way up through very positive reviews oh. from customers who had a wonderful experience there. Became the the number one rated restaurant in London on TripAdvisor. Damn, is TripAdvisor a big thing for food for restaurants? Oh, I, I yes. think of um, the other one, Yelp. 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 That's it, TripAdvisor is for everything. Mm. Yeah. We are going to talk a little bit about Yelp at, at the end of oh, okay. this. Oh yeah, I was going to say the power of Yelp. The power of the restaurateur having their friends sprinkle their glowing re- or well, reviews. Or also just like bandwagon. 
I feel like once a couple foodies in a city say, oh, oh my God, yeah. this restaurant, oh. you have to try it. It's divine. Every foodie in their mama it is all, like lining up down the block just to see what I got. Movie critics are like that too. All I think yeah. all areas of, of critics, they are super bandwagony. Yeah. They all want to, you know, uh, no yeah. one wants to be the odd person out. Well, yeah. and, the, and the other thing I think that, contri- well, not I think, I know, that contributed to the popularity of The Shed is the exclusivity of it. And yeah. the difficulty mm-hmm. in getting through by phone and, mm. you know, booking a table. People all love that kind to of be stuff. the one to yep. say, oh, my God, I ate at the shot. Oh, you did? How'd you get that? Well, nah, pull yep. some strings. Kind yeah. of a big deal. Things that are hard to get into are very desirable. Whether <laughs> you have any idea what it's like. You know, well, we're you sitting at a table. Why don't we turn this into a restaurant? One party per night. Honestly, yeah. Once and, a week. And they'll have to record their table conversation us. because this is where our podcast. Yeah, that's fine. Put a mic are. in, put a mic and make nice food mouth <laughs> eating noises. ASMR. Which everybody likes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good idea, Dean. Thank you. You get to work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yours. Mm-hmm. She does the mm-hmm. sewing. You do the cooking. <laughs> what? I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, this restaurant was started by a person with one of the most unique names I have ever read, Uba Uba Butler. Uba Butler. Isn't Uber that purple tuber? Ube. Ube, damn it. Uba Uh, is spelled O-O-B-A-H. Oh, I like that. Uba Uba. is one of the most unique names. (laughs) Yes. I guess. Uba what? Butler. Uba Butler. Uba Butler. It's a good name. It's a good name. It's a great name. Uba is not <laughs> no, a restaurateur. As is it? A, is it a man? Or I was going to say, what oh, are they? What is? What, is what are they? Um, okay. What's their qualifications? What pronoun? Uh, I imagine he, him. Okay. And he's in fact a writer. Yeah. And he got the idea to make the place that he lived the shed in someone's garden. I don't know whose garden it was that literally did not have an address. That's why he could not list an address because he didn't have one. Wait, he lives in the shed? Yes. He lives in the shed. So it's in someone's backyard. So it's like if you live in someone's accessory dwelling unit in... Yep. That's London. It is London. That's how expensive that shit is. Yep. I live in a shed. Yes, it was a tool shed. Yes, it was a garage. And I and and I have heard right. of that before. Yeah, me too. People living in huh. not yeah. zoned at all, probably. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Mm-hmm. It works. Yep. Well, uh, when he was a young writer, not you know, not making much money, he would you know take little odd freelance kind of jobs just to earn money. And one of these early jobs was writing fake reviews on TripAdvisor. It was done through a third party, probably a website or something, but restaurant owners would literally pay him about $13 for a positive review. $13. Well, I guess it's only a few minutes minutes. of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Not bad. You can do... See, I've always suspected that from Yelp. I'm sure Yelp has tons of that too. And of course, every online platform that has reviews, that's an issue. Which makes online platforms worthless. Because, like Angie's List, you're supposed to pay money for Angie's List. There's no reason to think anything on there is real. Yeah. Why would you do that? Well, and of course, he'd never eaten it. Sponsors Angie's List. Any 
probably of the restaurants that he was being yeah. paid to no. review. Well, not yeah. if you live in a shed. Yeah, you I would, can't afford. Yeah. Unless I, they give you free well, meals. no, I would want thirteen dollars in a free meal. Yeah, I know. I think a lot of food critics and reviewers do end up getting free meals and stuff. Oh yeah, because you know restaurants invite them. But not him. I have one yeah. just to walk into a restaurant with like a pad and paper and look real snooty Honestly, and see if I get comped. Yeah. Wear go. a turtleneck and glasses mm-hmm. and they might. Yeah. Hmm. Go by yourself. Have a have a Yelp t shirt on or something. And like ask that. really yeah. detailed questions mm-hmm. about the preparation mm-hmm. and ingredients. <laughs> yep. I like that. Well, and it's funny because there's another podcast that I listen to that doesn't have anything to do with any of this. Well, then why are you talking about it? Because <laughs> because <laughs> one of the guys on the podcast said he has done that before. Oh, written, really? written fake reviews for oh just written okay. fake reviews I thought you meant posed as a food yeah. critic no, 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 no. That's what I do. he did what Uba Butler did he wrote Uba. he was paid to write hmm. fake reviews for things I hate so if there's a cottage industry of desperate. people writing fake reviews they're mostly fake reviews right is that I mean well I don't know. it honestly probably depends a bit on the platform and the product yeah well I'm the, the ratio of fake to real yeah well but enough that I, I don't like Amazon, it. I don't care about the reviews yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, well, we'll talk about all that stuff okay. yeah. in, all right. a little bit later. But so he realized, well, you know, if I'm writing these fake reviews, I'll bet you a lot of the reviews are fake. And he kind of was intrigued by it and would kind of monitor the restaurants that he had written fake reviews for. And he he could see over time those restaurants' ratings would go mm. up. So theoretically, he wasn't the only one writing fake reviews yeah. for those those particular restaurants, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Or is it also an impact from fake, you know, people like to, again, almost like bandwagoning for people going to restaurants. Although I think most people, real people, don't care how good the reviews are. Well, maybe not. Uh, no. In food for restaurants, they do want to pretend you like. Yeah, okay, never mind. Angie's yeah. lists are even a thing. I retract There are statistics. I did not write them down because it wasn't the most pressing point of my podcast but yeah. there are statistics like uh, at certain certain number of stars yeah. on the reviews sales go up yep restaurants right. yeah their business increases by a certain percentage so mm. it does have an impact okay. yeah and negative reviews also have a that's why huge you're always impact. on yelp seeing restaurant owners yes. reply to like one star reviews uh-huh. like yeah. i'm sorry you had that experience or like fuck you bitch yeah I, i've yeah. seen that i like that as like this person was a rude obnoxious asshole and Which, i threw him out or something. Yep. i believe them and that's also why there are firms that specialize in yeah. Yeah. in online reputation stuff, yeah. and you pay big money internet PR for, for them Trust to handle that stuff nothing, for you. I think is the lesson here. But in reality, most reviews on the, these websites are not fake; they are genuine. But still, this got Uba thinking: if I can fake reviews. Could I possibly fake a restaurant? Mm, what now? And this was 2017. What was going on in the world in 2017? Not COVID. Me too. What, what are you Internet saying? misinformation. Oh. Gone amok, right? Yeah, after the whole fake news. Yep, Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, wow. Stuff going on in the UK as well. Yeah. Parallel universes. and it's the same universe, but and okay. And <laughs> how people just seemed very willing to believe everything they read on the internet. From the dumbest... Yep. least reputable people hmm. too so he thought well maybe faking a restaurant would be possible so 
he said he doesn't have a huge imagination. So Apparently he thought, you do. I think he does. I live in a shed in Dulwich. So I'm going <laughs> to call my restaurant the Shed at Dulwich. Yeah. <laughs> and this is April 2017. And he was familiar with TripAdvisor. So he knew initially he's going to have to get, you have to get verified on TripAdvisor. He needed a phone number the for restaurant the restaurant. Does. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He needed a phone number for the restaurant and an address. He got a burner phone. Mm. Cost about $13. Easy. Boost Mobile. Here I come. Yep. Cost one review, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> that was the easy part. He needed an address, but he didn't really have one. And he, he didn't really want to list one because you, yeah. he didn't really want people. Coming yeah. to his shed. <laughs> or, well, like to the person whose backyard he was living in. Yeah. And so he just listed the road. So he was going to have a completely fictitious restaurant that no one ever came to. Correct. So and, he just... And get it on top 10 or something like that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And he wanted to see basically... How far he, you know, because TripAdvisor, they say they have all these algorithms and they yeah. have these, you know, they have these methods to... To um, boost, root out fake, yeah. fake reviews they and stuff. They, they do not care. So about they probably do, but it's probably very questionable. I, I, how I, effective I, they are. Yeah. I don't believe that they give a shit. The more reviews, the more it, it, that looks better. Oh for yeah, them. they probably do just because they, they probably to. have to to like save face. But you're right. They, they probably, probably just want yeah. as much as they can. Yeah. They probably root out a few of the Sheer just volume. the most ridiculous. Yeah, ones. the most loved obvious. it. Five stars. The owner of this restaurant should be elected president. You know. Yeah. Well. And he said that he technically didn't even have a door to a shed, so I'm not well, sure how he did he get in and out of a shed? Did he, did he oh, jump through the window? So, I don't know. Probably, like, it Ooh, fell bah. off. And he replaced it with Ooh, stringy beads, uh, with those dangly beads. <laughs> in, in England. It gets cold, it gets, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't hey, so. poor people got to do what they got to do. He put some cardboard in. Some cardboard stringy beads. So that's why he just listed the road, and he called it, uh, the appointment only restaurant so <laughs> pe- you know walk-ins are not welcome so you uh, couldn't just show up so, usually it's called reservations only i thought in the yeah, well industry. no because a reservation means you say hey i want this time and this time and this time it seems like they you invite you <laughs> six yeah. weeks from now mm-hmm. at right 11 30 p.m we have one slot open you get it Sorry. or you don't yeah. and so he also needed a website so he bought a domain, which are pretty cheap, but he built a website. That's yeah. not cheap. I mean, um, he sounds like he's probably tech savvy yeah, enough to know himself. how to just do it kind of easily. Oh, sure. But you got to host it. You have to pay hosting oh, yes, and all yes, that kind yes. of stuff. So but like you said, now it's a bit more expensive, yeah. more accessible. So he thought, you know, he needed a, a silly concept, but he, he wanted <laughs> it to be, you know, fairly unique and eye-catching and all that kind of stuff. It so, worked. Yeah. So that's how he came up with the concept to name all the dishes after moves. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> Honestly, clever. it is a good, good satire. Like, Right, yes. it's like a good, different, unique thing that I can see a lot yeah. of foodies yeah. oh, actually can, going oh for. Oh my god, this genius! Yeah. Uba, you might you might have to get an investor. Uba. Like <laughs> I know, I know. He should get a million pound restaurant, right? He one Especially easily. in a, like a fufu place like London. Yeah, oh. he brings him some TV dinner, Salisbury steak, and puts it on a plate, and they would have loved it. Right. Well, on Instagram, I will post some screenshots of the pictures that. He has on the website. You, the website is still up, so anybody can go look at it. It's the shed at dolich dot com. Uh, the and like I said, it looks like very you know fancy restaurant kind of food. It's all just 
made up to look like food and it's really gross stuff. Like he uses a, I don't even know what this looks like, a urinal cake. He called it a puck, a urinal puck to look like a scallop. You know, like with sauce over it. And I can see some shaving cream for a foam cream. reduction or yep. something like that, right? They painted a sponge and quinelles of shaving cream. I don't quinelles know what quinelles are. Maybe like huh. the little, yeah, little like to look like whipping cream or something. Hmm. There, he, there's a picture. I don't know what the dish is supposed to be, but there's an egg, and you can tell it looks like a fried egg, and it's kind of like resting on something and the way the the photo is cropped you can't tell what it's resting on what kind of food it's actually somebody's foot <laughs> what the fuck uh, i think they're just trying to be silly at this, and, yeah at this point I he's fucking with everybody yeah. but it which, doesn't look bad i mean the food it looks like a fancy restaurant website that's literally like food photography yes they use <laughs> exactly. glue yes. shoe polish <laughs> lipstick yeah oh yeah 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 he it's literally put food. lipstick on a pig and said, this is <laughs> So he started this whole little process in April 20, 2017, and he submitted all of his stuff, information to TripAdvisor to, to get approved and to be on their website. And on May 5th, he got an email how excited TripAdvisor was hmm. that his listing had been approved and was on their site for everyone to see. So he started out ranked at 18,149. <laughs> he, yeah. Then he had to get, he knew he needed a lot of reviews. So he enlisted friends and family to write some fake reviews. He had to teach them what to do. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that's a lot of people to get in on yeah. it. And he wanted them really to be written by real people. And they all had to be written on different computers and stuff like that. Because yeah. that's part of, I'm sure, TripAdvisor's yeah. algorithm. Basic things. To, yeah, to root out fake reviews it's their anti-scammer technology <laughs> and so you know he put his friends and family to work and he said the first couple weeks they topped the first or the top 10,000 oh, pretty quickly okay, okay. and he really didn't expect to get a lot of you know calls and people wanting to come book the restaurant but he said one morning that you know because it was a burner phone. It, was, yeah. you know, it wasn't his phone that he was carrying around all the time. Such it started ring. to ring. Oh my God. So it's like, uh-oh, what do I do? So he picked it up, and it was some customer. I've heard so much about your restaurant, and, you know, <laughs> I know you're probably really booked, but could I get a, you know, table tonight? And he said he panicked, and he just said, we're fully booked for the next six weeks, and then just hung up on them. Have to go. And then he got hot orders. Yeah. And then he started getting more and more calls, and then emails, because uh, he probably had to have an email. Well, he also um, had it on his website. website. Yeah. And he said it just seemed like overnight they became rated at 1,456. Mm. Who is, I is know. it the same people doing like his yeah, friends and family works. that he originally enlisted? Yeah, is he getting more Probably. reviews? Because no one has had any meal yeah. at this non-existent yeah, nope. restaurant. Nope, the no shit, real person nope. had. Hmm. So he must be getting more people to write fake reviews, right? He must be. I don't know. To keep climbing up the ratings, you'd think. Or people are that crazy. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah. there's no other way. Yeah, Yeah. because non people aren't just going, you know what? I'm going to write a fake review for this restaurant. That sounds cool. I I can see people doing that. Really? Yes. If if they're a person who likes to write reviews on TripAdvisor, and you know, there are people that are like elite or whatever, and that might be Yelp, but if you become, you become like a trusted reviewer. Amazon has that too. I mean, if you rate things a lot, 
and write reviews on Amazon, Bates will start sending you stuff. Yes. What? For free. Yes. 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 Oh my God. But so I'm not um, going to do that. I was going to say, I'm going to do that. I know I'm not going to do that, but. But because of the the pretend exclusivity of the restaurant, Mm -hmm. people probably did write. So okay, real I see. people probably so, did write fake reviews. Like, see, yeah, I, to, I went to, to this. show their friends that uh-huh. they have gone to this extremely exclusive mm-hmm. restaurant. Look yeah. at that. Well, yeah, no, uh, the the monkey paws were actually quite delicious. Uh, you just peel the f- meat off the monkey's hand, and you're you're gonna mm-hmm. love it. So then the phone just starts ringing off the hook. It's out of control. It went live on TripAdvisor May fifth. By August, by the end of August, they were. 156 ranked. What the fuck? God. Yep. Army Hammer left a review, said, tastes like human. Oh. So, sorry. Oh, too, too much? Too yes, far? Yes, way too, too much. Soon? No, he's okay. fine. He's Gary, selling oh, not too much for share. Army. Gary, he's selling timeshares <laughs> in uh, the Caymans. So. He's fine. If that's what happens to cannibals. And that should be a lesson yeah. to all of you listeners. Don't be a cannibal and talk about it. You know, he's never been prosecuted for anything. Mm. That doesn't matter. Ex- no, I know, but... Okay. Okay, Carrie. Way to uh, defend Army Hammer. Okay. <laughs> no, well, I guess you're on Team Army, de- Carrie. That's not a defense huh, of I him. Wonder. Hmm. Anyway, companies then started using the estimated location of the shed using Google Maps to start sending him stuff for free. <laughs> Probably like restaurant supply companies oh, okay. and yeah. you know, whatever. And Damn. like so free got, samples. I want that. He's got he an espresso machine. He's got a steamer. <laughs> he's got... Give it to me. I don't nice. think he was getting the. He was, he was getting samples, you guys. Oh, you know, okay. probably like, like napkins and oh, you know. Okay. I don't know. Still, Restaurant you made supplies. it sound a lot more exciting. You did. Than it you really got us pretty excited about that. <laughs> well, he never specified. I'll contact Uba and ask him what okay. he got for All free. Right. And, and then a kiln. People looking for work wanted to oh, work nice. at the shed. Started oh, also inquiring. Trying to well, Phoebe does need help. Yes, right. Phoebe is understaffed and overworked. Yeah. Wait, so we're on Phoebe's side here. We're Team Phoebe. He, uh, well, you realize Phoebe hasn't actually ever done anything. It doesn't well, matter. Still, she's, I still feel like she's overworked. <laughs> in principle, she has 20 people to serve. Mm-hmm. And this is this is high maintenance kind of food. Yes. Okay? And he, you know the patrons of oh, places God. like that demanding. That's Always asking true. for shit. Uh, he, then is he, this table water? He oh, got an for Pellegrino. 86.3 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> I can't drink it. I'm sorry. Not in London. They're used to drinking. Not the fancies. Room yeah, temperature not the water. No, not the fancies. No, Carrie. Well, we got an Come email on. from the council, which for Americans, we don't have councils here, but I think it's like the city government, right? Yeah, we do. Kind of. Not or something like that. It's more local, I yeah. think. I don't council know. of Clove and Elders. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but we don't have those now. Well, they actually wanted to relocate the shed to a site in Bromley they were developing. Oh. So probably like a new, you know, fancy Like a new bigger, little, yeah. Maybe. So he's getting offers. Oh, my God, dude, just invent the restaurant. I know. Become a major restauranteur. Well, you know how hard it is to Yeah, but <laughs> no one bring on. somebody else on. Yeah. Bring an actual <laughs> restaurant. Go get a cook. On. Go get uh, someone who can a, a chef. Just call Gordon. It's a lot Gordon. of money. You need a lot of money. Yeah, you're gonna have time. investors are That's all true. over themselves That's to give true. you money. If you're number one hundred, whatever the Come fuck on, on yeah. TripAdvisor, baby. <laughs> oh, Uba, Venture Uba, capitalists Uba. are idiots. They'll fucking invest yeah. in anything. Their job Elizabeth is to throw darts, and it. once in a while, one's a Facebook, and they think they're smart. Yeah, As Holmes they, could do what he can too. 
Well, uh, an Australian production company contacted him saying they wanted to exhibit the shed across the world in an aircraft company's <gasps> in-flight videos. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant they were going to like take the shed and put <laughs> no. it on a ferry. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Um, he actually had a Skype meeting with a PR agency that wanted they they promised to get the shed onto the Mail Online with a Batman-themed launch and a two hundred and sixty dollars Lizzie Cundy. Ex- Appearance. I don't know what that is. I that meant to look, like a dirty word. I meant to look up Liz, Lizzie Cundy, but oh. I forgot to. She said Did it again. This, was it Skype 2017? So it sounded something like this. <laughs> and that's how you can tell it's pre-pandemic because it wasn't a Zoom meeting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, he he declined. He said he was going to handle pr- all the promotion for the restaurant himself. Even though the the PR guy did tell him he was obviously pretty cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, who and who is Lizzie Cundy, and why does she have a dirty name? <laughs> so by the winter, they were number thirty. Nice. And then Look he up. said thirty. He was continuing to do fake reviews. Yeah, and had to have been. And at thirty, yeah. it kind of hit its ceiling. It wouldn't go thirty anymore. though in London. Uh, That's pretty was that amazing. in London? Uh-huh. Entrepreneur The okay. entire probably. Yeah, probably. London metro area would be the a thirty top thirty restaurant. That has to be. That's out remarkable. of what eighteen thousand. Yeah. Crazy. No. What, was it just eighteen thousand? Was it one eighty? He started at like eighteen. Oh, eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Four something or eighteen okay. eight something or something like that. Well, That's it, crazy. And then he said, you know, he'd be walking on the the road, probably where his shed was, and people would approach him and ask him if he knew how to find the shed. (laughs) He's like, no. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's a little bit too exclusive for me. Let me just duck into this other shed. (laughs) How do you spell Cundy? C-U-N-D-Y. I'm looking at it. Then he gets an email from TripAdvisor. Real nervous because the title was Information Request. And he thought, oh shit, the gig is up. He had, there had been 89,000 views of I guess the page uh, the page on TripAdvisor in the search results in, in just one day. Oh my god! And TripAdvisor had tons of customers asking for information. So like address and stuff. Yeah. Yep. And wait a second. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'll tell the listeners that. Lizzie Cundy is an English socialite, TV personality, and former wife of footballer Jason Cundy. That makes you a celebrity. Oh. So she's famous for being famous, I feel like. Yeah, like that one character on... Um... Tell us more. No idea what you're talking about. Ted Lasso? Yes. Maybe she's patterned after Yeah, it kind of sounds like Cundy. it. Probably Katie Price. Katie Price. I don't know who that is either. She did host a football show called Wags World. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyway. Well, so on November 1st, 2017, six months after Uba put the listing for the Shed at Dulwich online, it was now London's top-rated restaurant. Nice. Oh, you got you number one Uber. Number one. A restaurant. London. It's not, this is exist. London. It's not like, right? you know, yeah. I want to say it's Phoenix. Duluth, I bag on Iowa. Phoenix quite a bit. <laughs> but Phoenix is a big city. I know, but still, it's Phoenix. And so that's amazing. I mean, London is a... Food... Major, yeah. Yeah, huge major international... Food culture center. It's yeah. pretty... Impressive. It's London. It's a world capital, so that's pretty. That's it's pretty impressive. amazing. Uba, I'm impressed. Yes, well, it is. 
it is also impressive and also like a bit of an indictment of the food culture of London because they fell for it. That's true. Yeah. But it was probably even the non-existent food was better than bangers and mash. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, no. Britain, but your food sucked. <laughs> you guys, what is it? It's sausage and mashed potatoes. Yeah, but the way they talk about it makes it sound... English breakfast, Carrie. It's got beans. It sounds nasty. Exactly. I mean, like dirty, sexy, nasty. What? I do like (laughs) curry. I do like curry. I I, I can go for some curry. But the way that the British make it, it looks weird. Yeah, well, now we've just lost England. Sorry. I'm okay with that. I don't like the smell of curry. Uh Uh-oh. Now we just lost South Asia, I believe. Well, Manchester. cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there, a long weekend was coming up when the shed was at number one. So he left the phone at at somebody's house. Oh, well, that poor person is probably real annoyed. <laughs> yeah, he turned it off. See, now why would you not just have an outgoing voicemail that says we can't get in the phone right now? We're booked for eight weeks. They call again later and yeah. just let it go. Have, have a thousand messages and just they probably did don't ever answer carrie's saying how he answered it all the time he did yeah no, well not all the time oh, just well, sometimes any time felt like yeah it. i would never answer that that burner phone was just there to accept voicemails that would never be attended to. yeah maybe just curious yeah. you know why because you don't have a restaurant hello yeah. well he the did shed. say he panicked he didn't know what to do when <laughs> that, the phone started yeah. ringing yeah. one time and yeah. he change your outgoing well um when he finally got back to the phone, he had 116 missed calls, nice. and he would start answering it. He'd lie, say they're all booked up, see all that kind of stuff. That's crazy. Or, or it's you know private parties, which well, because it's so small. They were booked up in the sense they didn't have any room to feed people, mm-hmm. because it didn't exist. Well, so then he started thinking. Well, now that I've done this, hmm. Maybe I should make it a real restaurant. Oh, I think he's going to do something else fake, like a fake soccer team or a fake <laughs> something. A fake, fake museum, store. maybe grocery store, sure. Well, fake band. Fake band. Oh, my God. That's already been yes. done, hasn't it? What? Millie Vanilli? No, no, they just lip They were real they were real. They were, they were, oh, you mean really people? They weren't yeah. ethereal, Carrie. You're gonna have, you have to have actual music. I didn't mean no, lip did syncing, Carrie. They had music, they sang, they, no, went to, they no. played at concerts, I mean, they just weren't really singing. I, I meant literally a full fabrication like... Carrie, I don't think you thought Millie Vanilli was tangible. I feel fake, like. I think to have, she to they make were holograms. To make up a fake band, you're going to have to have some actual music. Yeah, that's you? easy, Mom. No, you just have reviews about your latest oh, release. That's, that's all you Technology do. Technology, how? You don't need any music whatsoever. I think, I, Uba, if you're listening, do that. <laughs> Hopefully we haven't ruined it, but just give it a shot. I think that would be harder. But so he has four, he decides, I mean, this was his own self-imposed deadline, four days to create the actual restaurant. So he's going to... The shed at wow, Dulwich. That's ballsy. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot of time. Nope. Mr. No, Uba no. for somebody who's never made a restaurant yeah. before. He just goes out and get a lots of lean cuisine, frozen Ooh. meals, and just... I guess it is a really <laughs> small Dress it up. Dress space, it up. But still... Sh- you could shave almost anything, put it on top, and it would be... Fun. Get some fairy lights, throw them up, and baby, <laughs> you're I, cooking with gas. I don't think the food was his biggest concern. He decided... That he was basically going to turn it into the restaurant the fake reviewers had been describing in their reviews. Oh, shit. Like, someone said that the food reminded them of home. And, you know, that's why they loved it. Everybody loves home cooking. Well, he grew up eating lots of frozen dinners. Okay, see? So, um, oh, that my God. That cuisine might have been I a little bit far more off. real. He decided wow. to serve frozen dinners. Oh, my God. 
Somebody else described it with a rural yet classy vibe. So remember when huh. I said, oh, I, I didn't say this before, but I guess there was like a playhouse in the garden, uh, you know, oh. where his shed oh, was. Oh, like a like children? Like I a guess. playground? Like, yeah, I think okay. so. You know, like the little houses. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. Little yeah. tykes, like a little Fisher Price? Exactly. Yes. Something like that. I know what you mean. Play, uh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Hopefully it was a little bit cuter than that, but he decided oh, to use wow. put chickens in it. For the rustic element that Shut people up. said they liked about the shed. Chickens in a playhouse. Mm-hmm. Screams rustic to me. Yeah. Well, and also, does. like, you know how you go into a fancy seafood restaurant and they have a tank of lobsters and yes. you get to choose the yes. lobster that yeah. you eat? Yes. Not always fancy, but yeah. He you, had you would a... get to go pick the chicken. <gasps> That's horrific yet a brilliant idea. <laughs> I thought he was going to have a tank, I mean, you're but it was a bunch of severed feet from British Columbia. Too soon? Huh. Too far? Not enough? What? That was we'll do that episode weird. one of these days. Don't worry about it. But also, obviously, they were not slaughtering. They did not slaughter chickens and then serve them to people. You choke it. You cook it. <laughs> you eat it. Oh, my God. You defeather it. Could you imagine? Ugh. They're fine. <laughs> no. He also decided he would bring in people that he knew to sit at about half of the tables and have them loudly mm. talking about how great the place was, how mm. great the food was. And this Swanson's Turkey TV dinner is delicious. Ooh, banquet. Mm. You make the best Salisbury mm. steak. Mm. <laughs> he must have sliced some holes in the plastic before he put it in the microwave. This is scrumptious. And he had a DJ. Oh. That- I don't know if you had him create this, but play a CD of like restaurant sounds oh. to make it sound uh, clink, 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 like a real restaurant because he slurp. didn't really have a real kitchen and all that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, like, oh so the kitchen sounds. <laughs> For the ambiance. Uh-huh. I got hotters. On your right. Corner, corner, corner. <laughs> Door. Yeah. Door. Hot pan. <laughs> um, he he nice. did have a friend who was a chef, Chef Joe. Who Except had Joe. actually traveled the world and worked in some fine dining establishments. Chef Not anymore. So he knew what he was doing. Yeah. So he brought in Chef Joe and he bought about $40 worth of produce. That was all he needed for the night. <laughs> so in London, that was a stick of celery and maybe a head of lettuce. Wow. Girl. And, yeah. and you know, the dollar, they were like uh, dollar... Um, Frozen dinners. So yeah. they, so uh, they yeah, were yeah, the cheapies. Oh. And you kind of have to because otherwise you can't cook. You can't yeah. go to get takeout from other restaurants because people might not notice that. Or mm-hmm. So you kind of have to get prepaid, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, pre-paired, yep. yeah. <laughs> pre-made meals. Pre- and, and frozen they, dinners. Are, are they the, were cooking it in a microwave. Yeah. And so Hilarious. the, the CD <laughs> that the it. DJ <laughs> was playing with fake <gasps> sounds, uh, he would have them just do random, put random dings in that so that to kind of disguise it didn't sound like it was a microwave off. that's yes. hilarious <laughs> um so the center of my hot pocket is frozen solid is that i hear a is that a microwave no 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 that's just the ambiance music <laughs> it's new age and he really used his Indeed. friend phoebe to be the server phoebe real and oh. she was an intuitive waitress what she really was who really got the nuances of the menu of the frozen TV dinners yeah, yeah. and, and the microwave served pudding in mugs because they were aiming to replicate the experience of what it's like to eat pudding out of a mug. <laughs> All right, they did the thing that they were exactly so trying to do to replicate the experience on. of the exact thing they were trying to do. Yeah. That makes Just, sense to me. Yep, to be silly. So they had their starter was minestrone de, 
Steve Verdure, whatever that is. No, I, I'm sure that's pronounced perfectly. I think it's vegetables. I it's minestrone soup, I'm sure. With vegetables, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, okay. The main course was choice of truffle, macaroni, and cheese, mm. or once-in-a-lifetime vegetable lasagna, probably both, <laughs> you know, dollar frozen meals. And for dessert was the shed chocolate sundae. Shed, oh, shed chocolate sundae. Yes. Mm. And so he asked Phoebe when uh, people were done with their meal to ask them, you know, like privately, what'd you think? You know, to try to get their honest opinion Mm -hmm. of the restaurant. And he would, like I said, meet the customers at the road and then bring them in. So the very first customers they had were Joel and Maria from California who were actually in Europe for the first time, but they were um, in London for a Pokemon convention. Hell yeah, Joel and Maria. <laughs> also, while we're here, Dungeons and Dragons. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. I love that. They're here for Pokemon and fine dining. Yep. And LARPing. And That's it. Apparently, they heard about the shed, so they wanted their first night in London to to eat at the shed. So he put them in um, in blindfolds. They, they seemed a little bit um, hesitant, and so he had two actresses that he knew, you know, he had asked them to come and they walked up at the same time and they were, oh, sure, give us our blindfolds. And so that made uh, Joel and Maria a little bit more comfortable with the whole situation. That's manipulative. <laughs> yes, it is. But good nuance. And as they approached the shed, Maria said, oh, I can hear the sounds of a kitchen. which <laughs> She absolutely could not because there wasn't one. Oh, she could. Well, yeah, yeah, they, they were had, tricking they her again. Through, they yeah. were manipulating her. And when they took the blindfolds off, they just stood there silently because <laughs> it looked probably like a shed. It was called a shed. What, I don't so, know what they were expecting. Yeah, I know. So Phoebe explained the concept of serving moods. And as she is an intuitive server, she said that she would interpret their moods and bring them a dish suitable for their mood. She told Maria she got a homely energy from her. I think that's the British homely. homely. It means homey. Okay. Not ugly. Like warm. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get a really ugly energy from I know. Them. You got a face only Very a mother plain. can love. <laughs> I know exactly what to serve you. What the fuck? Hers was probably going to be comfort. Yeah. And whatever it is, we'll smother it in gravy. Sit down, ma'am. And then she told Joel his, his you know, Joel the, the Pokemon guy that his was cool <laughs> oh, okay that's what you say to a person who's a big fan an adult uh, who's a big fan of pokemon you tell them they're cool. story checks out bitch <laughs> so there were like flapping chickens around <laughs> and flapping it chickens. was just weird and and it didn't seem to be going well mm. joel didn't seem to be too pleased okay. with his dining experience as they okay. were walking out and he thought, oh, God, this is not going well. Okay, this is a guy who is eating Pikachu-shaped pasta from a can. Who so, said that? Joel, bro. Yeah, you don't know you, that. You know he has. But then one lady, as she's walking out, approaches him and asks him if she could possibly book, you know, for a, a future date since she's A real there. person? And, yeah. Uh, okay. And and that's that's what you do. You have your actors sit down and just, you know. Very loudly say how delicious. Didn't, didn't you say he yeah, did that, right? Yeah. That's exactly what he did. Okay. So by this point, their ratings had slipped a bit. Ooh. Uh-oh. He said considerably. I don't know how much considerably oh, really? is. He they were in the they were number one for about two weeks. Still, pretty damn impressive. Yeah. And obviously they're not on TripAdvisor anymore. 
but uh, is you, that is it that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I well, guess. they're not on TripAdvisor anymore because TripAdvisor found out about it. But they, um, yeah, you can find an archived version online if you want to. Hopefully, with funny reviews. I mean, they're not they're funny just because you know they're fake. Yeah, and you know, talking about how you know the beautiful stew, just weird stuff. You know that it's odd that you know it's like it's a quirky, it's rustic, and you know, yeah. I went to a restaurant called the Cave, and it wasn't a cave. I was bitterly disappointed. This is really a shed. For the most part, they did get excellent feedback from the people who uh, actually did dine at the shed that night, hmm. which he said possibly could have been because everything was free. Nobody had to pay for uh, anything, mm-hmm. and they used the excuse that they were documenting it for a TV show. Uh, so because he didn't want to, now he didn't want to be a fraud or something like that. Probably. And he didn't really probably have the licenses and the health oh, really? department permits and, stuff. and all that. Yeah, stuff. no, he, yeah. all yeah. he did was get true. Get a That's get. True. Can't do that in four days. Yeah, no. approved okay. by TripAdvisor. He didn't do anything and, official. Huh? He just had frozen fruit and a bunch of, and an overworked microwave. Mm-hmm. No. So, no TripAdvisor did you know? Well, actually, I think he called TripAdvisor because. You know, they say they're the internet's most trusted review site and all that kind of stuff. Anyone can say Low that. Low hurdle. Literally and anybody can just claim that. They <laughs> they say that they dedicate, quote, significant time and resources to ensuring that the con- the content on TripAdvisor reflects the real experiences of real travelers. Yeah, yeah like going to the restaurant before you put it on your uh-huh. website. Seriously. Dumb, dumb. Send one bitch yeah. out there. So person. after Uba was done with all of this whole process, you know, because he's going to write about it because that's what he is. He's a writer. That's yeah. the whole purpose for him doing it in the first place. But so, and before you publish your thing, you contact, you know, you give them oh, a chance to, well, to respond. You don't have and, to, but you. And make a comment. Well, that's journalistic yeah, integrity. Yeah, it is. It that's is. It typically is. what he does. So he did get in touch with TripAdvisor and, you know, said, you have this, this process to ensure the content is yeah. real. And just want to say, you know, then how well, did I manage to create a fake restaurant with all kinds of reviews and become the number, number one rated one. restaurant in London. It's one thing to just get your restaurant like accepted, <laughs> but to go full on to number and one, to, that pokes a hole in their process. To mm-hmm. say that, Jim, and then say, would, would you like to comment? It's yeah. like 30 seconds of silence. And then They're like, I'll call uh, a lawyer. Uh, uh, I need to call my box. Their spokesperson knows exactly what to say. Yeah. You know, and he said, you know, generally the people who create fake reviews are people who want their restaurant to do better, yeah, right? To promote it's their the own restaurant business. people. Yeah. He said the only people that create actual fake restaurants on TripAdvisor are journalists because they think they're going to expose yeah. something on TripAdvisor. Uh, which wait, they so this are. has happened more than once? I guess so. I implies that. Because he says, you know, there's no incentive for Huh. Real people to create fake restaurants just for the fun of it. I'm not no, sure that's an excuse not. or that makes it okay. He's I'm just, sure there's lots of fake restaurants on our website, but that's just journalists. I don't see how that. He was saying it's it's not a problem they experience with, you know, their regular community. That's, He's saying it's not a real world example like him him testing it and faking a real restaurant. I think what do you mean I it's not a real it is world? Very much it's that. a real world example of how your site does nothing. Yeah. To ensure that these are not fake reviews. Exactly. If if someone can put a a fake restaurant with all 100% fake reviews, your site's worthless. It should be easier to suss out fake reviews of of an entirely fake restaurant than it it is to 
figure out that it's a fake review of, you know, Pizza yeah. Hut or something Again, like that. You could go there once. Mm-hmm. So see that it exists. <laughs> they have an oven. Right. Uh, the fact that even if it's like in a weird place, it's in a shed or whatever, the fact that uh, you don't have an address to give is and, a bit of a red flag. And every restaurant has to have, I would assume in any place, has to have a license. They're, they're all licensed. So and you probably check have with to the provide an address body. to even get a mm-hmm. license or permit yeah. and all that they stuff. They did none so. of those yeah. things. So. Do your due diligence, Sorry, supervisor. Yeah, they don't, all of their state-of-the-art technology yeah. doesn't seem And they probably say, service. oh, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of restaurants. Well, don't yeah. put them on until you've done your due diligence. Yeah. Right? 18, have them 000. pay for it if they want to be on, maybe. Some, you know. I would think the address would be a disqualifier. Address. Have license, an address, right? Have yeah, too. you're like not on it. Physical place without. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so you did bring up. By Yelp. the way, TripAdvisor, go ahead and please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> you right. brought up Yelp. Yeah. Before Yelp. Interestingly enough, there is a little controversy with Yelp reviews and Yelp. As a business, they have been accused of basically extortion. Really. Contacting restaurants and saying, uh, you know, do you want to advertise? If you, uh, you know, do this advertising package on our website, then, you, you know, like when bad reviews come in, you know, we'll help you handle those and things like that. Well, oh, I don't know really? if they say that, but they probably have to be real careful. That's what they do. Really? Yes. Oh my God. Well, so there is yep. a, an Italian restaurant in San Francisco. The owner of the restaurant is Chef Davide Serratini. Who doesn't put up with anybody's bullshit? No, he doesn't. Yelps. Davide. If Good you're a, Davide. A, a, an Italian yeah. chef in San Francisco, oh, yeah. that's gonna, a given. You're not going to put up with shit. <laughs> well, he said he was getting like 20 phone calls a day from Yelp. From Yelp? Advertising people saying, oh, you want to advertise? You want to advertise? So Block he did. He did for a little while. I think like the cheapest package is like $150 yeah. a month or something like that. And he just didn't care. He didn't care about Yelp reviews. He didn't care about this stuff. So he stopped doing it. Once he stopped doing it, his rankings went way down Really, on Yelp. So he thought, this is baloney. Yeah. And he didn't, that's not the word choice. I probably mean. not. Oh. Whatever the Italian word is for bologna. Yeah, it was much worse. <laughs> bologna. So, um, they, so he, he told him, no, I'm done advertising with you guys. So then the um, CEO of Yelp, they must be headquartered in San Francisco, actually came into his restaurant with a bunch of Yelp reviewers. Yeah, weird, huh? Yeah. Like like how I said, you know, if you're a top uh, reviewer on Amazon, you'll start getting stuff for free. I guess if you review a lot of restaurants and stuff, Belt, you know, you'll you get go to dinner yeah. with the CEO, or you know, restaurants will invi- <laughs> probably invite you and stuff like that if if they're sure that you'll give them a review. That's they are, weird. They are headquartered in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So they came in, and he just thought these are arrogant assholes. So, and they don't cater. He doesn't cater to you just because you're the CEO of he's, Yelp. He's Davido. Although he did say he gave him an extra chair for his ego. And I don't know if he told him that. What's his restaurant name? I don't know. I know. I'm sure we can find it. We're gonna. We wanna. wanna, Yeah, we wanna tell everybody to go there. Chef, we like him. Wait, what's his name again? Chef Davide. Davide Stroganoff. No, (laughs) Saratini. Thank you. D A. It's David with an E at the end. (laughs) Davide Spaghetti. I think it was C E R R E T I N I. Thank you. 
He's also known as the one star chef. I was just about oh. to say that's it just came up. Uh-huh. What? What does that mean exactly? Is that a, that's a gooder thing? I'll tell you. Gooder thing. Oh, I'm gonna I'm spoiled it yeah. <laughs> for myself. So anyway, his reviews were bad uh-huh. after the CEO of Yelp and those Yelp elite reviewers, or I don't know if they're called elite reviewers, but whatever. Yeah. And then, of course, like literally. Within 24 hours, he starts getting phone calls from the advertising reps at Yelp. You want to advertise? You want to advertise? And he said, you know, this is extortion. He yeah. says he's Italian yeah. and they invented extortion. So okay, he knew exactly what Davidon, it was. Maybe don't throw your entire people under the bus. <laughs> That's like what that. he said. But so he thought, I'm not going to play their game. He contacted a bunch of media. Uh, he named a few USA Today and, okay. you know, local newspapers and all that kind of stuff. And told him. What he believed Yelp was doing was extortion, and mm-hmm. he explained it, and um, he wanted them to, you know, cover it. But he said that uh, he was going to get back at Yelp, and he was going to strive to get the lowest review, the lowest <laughs> rating possible. So he wanted bad reviews. Yeah. He went so far as to offer discounts to customers <laughs> oh if they would leave him a one-star that, review. hundred percent do that on Yelp. And he said, you know, like I'm sure. He was getting interview requests and stuff like that, which he did. And he said all he had to do, when you say, I hate Yelp, people were on board and loved that sentiment. They agreed with him and wanted to come to his restaurant. His restaurant, he had to hire 15 extra people because business was increased that much. He said in one day, he made more money than they would usually make in a month. Wow. Go to work. Because he... Went public with how much he hated Yelp. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, yes, he did. I try. Yelp was Yelp is terrible interface. It's a, it's awful. Yeah, to, it's I'm very, not. It's even not easy to app use. Is yeah. so bad. It's an, it's an I'm not a app. fan of Yelp. But so he um, and then Yelp tried to fight back. They started deleting thousands of his one star reviews because really? he's very public. I want only want yeah. one star reviews. He so calls himself the one star one star chef. chef. Yeah. So they started. Well, then, deleting. Them. Okay, so they're now manipulating their own openly. Yes. Yes. Results. So and maybe per, yeah, that, you have well, no value. I, I am. Then do he, I have Yelp on my phone? Because I'm going to take it off. Yelp contacted right. him to say uh, that he was violating their terms of service. Probably you can't solicit reviews from oh, your customers, oh. which is what he was. <laughs> really? he was. He was offering a discount for a bad review, which would be oh, okay. right the flip side of but offering you guys a discount yeah. for a good get review. To just yeah, artificially yeah. manipulate them like that. Fuck y'all, y'all. I like it. Maybe I don't, I don't know it. where else the one star chef appeared, but he did go on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and he said uh, it was the best thing that ever happened to it, hit him in his life when he got to say "Go fuck yourself" to Yelp on TV. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just uninstalled it. Have you seen? So I looked up the restaurant to see yeah. what it's called. It's called the Boto Bistro, but he sold it. Oh. To Mountain Mike's Pizza. No. Oh, no. And he says on the website, we would like to thank Yelp for being so stupid and arrogant that they tried to extort the Italians. <laughs> trying to extort the Italians. Remember that uh, nice little <laughs> Italian restaurant we went to? Wouldn't it be funny if it was that one? I don't remember the name of oh, it. Oh, in San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. Anyhow, there is... What was it called again? The Boto, Boto Bistro. Bistro. Yeah, okay. It does sound familiar, but yeah. who knows? Uh, there is a Yelp expose documentary called Billion Dollar Bully. Mm. And in keeping with the theme of that documentary, Yelp decided to get the web, the um, URL billiondollarbully.com oh, 
to then talk about how great and trustworthy Yelp is. It's ridiculous. Okay, I got billiondollarbullyfilm.com. <laughs> Fuck you, Yelp. Check me. So, I mean, basically, it seems like... Yeah, it sounds like uh, it's... They all are manipulable yeah, and... it's probably... I don't know this for a fact, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're, you know, bro-tech assholes. Yeah. Oh, they Yelp. They sound like it. If they're headquartered in San Francisco? Yeah. I mean, like, the top three would be Yelp, TripAdvisor, and Google... To, yeah, for people okay. to go to for reviews. We know Google, you pay to come up higher Boost in yourself. search results yep, yep, and stuff yep, like yep, that. Yep. On Yelp, I believe if you are an advertiser and you pay them, yeah. like when somebody searches, say, you know, Italian restaurant in whatever city, yeah. if you're an advertiser, your listing is going to come up before others yeah. and things like that. Even if they... Have let's better reviews. Say, let's say they search for, you know... Mama Rizzo's yeah. Italian restaurant. Carrie <laughs> just made that up, by the way. They might, hey, we might need to start that one. <laughs> if somebody searches for Mama Rizzo's, yeah. an advertiser's restaurant that obviously is yep. not Mama Rizzo's yeah. will still come up yeah, before right. Mama Rizzo's. You see it on Google. Yeah. 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 Not helpful, anti-consumer, yeah. anti-your users. Wanted. Yep. You also have to have at least a three-star rating to sign up for advertising. I don't know what the point of that is. Hmm, I guess they don't want to bump up a one star. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I don't you'd know. think that. I, 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 I don't. That that, that sounds like PR. It. Honestly, that sounds like PR. Yeah. yeah. Are there any not three star? I mean, there. Right. The stars are mostly uh, the reviews are are often fake. All those fake reviews are five stars. Are there any three star restaurants out there? Yeah, I'm, probably. Oh, I'm sure, sure there are. No. Yeah. I don't have Yelp anymore, so I can't the, look. The, I'm sure the restaurants who can't pay for fake reviews. Yeah. Mm. Or Those you just are, aren't super internet savvy and don't know uh, yeah. to do that. Okay. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of restaurants who haven't even claimed their Yelp page or whatever right. because they don't give a shit okay. or they Somebody don't, else yeah. can go and make a Yelp page just yeah. like, oh, this business yeah. doesn't have I know, a Yelp but to get one or two stars, you're probably a pretty bad restaurant. So... And an Maybe. average below three. We just said know. that Yelp reviews are worthless. So I know. I, no, no, I, I know, know. I know. I know. But if you're not... Never mind. Yeah. The... I... Why can't they just, whoever that app, you know, invent an app, do what you say you're going to do, do it honestly and well, and, you know. Unfortunately, that doesn't serve make a lot your, of money your customers. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah, they got to pay more people to actually check things. And No, no, no. I mean, I mean just not be assholes like Yelp are. Oh, don't yeah. uh, don't yeah. be dicks. Yeah. And don't manipulate your findings, your results at all in any way, shape, or form. I think that's the- simple. The playing field is so uneven now at yeah, this point. A, a platform that would have that business model just wouldn't be able to yeah. make it. Because it's hard to compete yeah. on an unlevel playing field with sleazy. Exactly. Yeah. People doing People. underhanded tactics as well, such. I didn't watch The Billion Dollar Bully, but I'm, I'm probably am going to look it up. I think I forget what it's on. It might be on Amazon. Um, there are some businesses that have actually sued Yelp. Yeah, oh, really? as one might imagine. There was actually in 2011, there was a class action lawsuit. It was a group of small businesses saying that Yelp extorted or attempted to extort advertising payments yeah. Yeah. by Sounds manipulating like... user reviews and writing negative reviews of yeah. their businesses. The case was dismissed. Of course. <laughs> Why? And what judge? We need their name yeah, and their sleazy, party preference. Judge. <laughs> uh, on the grounds that they hadn't adequately proven that one, Yelp had wrongfully threatened economic loss by manipulating user reviews. Two, that it was unlawful for Yelp to post and sequence both positive and negative reviews and 
or three, that Yelp authored negative reviews, and four, Yelp's conduct amounted to a violation of antitrust laws by threatening or harming competition. So they haven't, so the they could, judge said they haven't proved those four correct. things. Okay. Yeah. Yep. The judge is full of shit. Yep. And I read about several other lawsuits by business owners who, you know, have problems with Yelp with fake negative reviews and things like disgruntled ex-employees would yeah. write ter- ter- terrible yeah. reviews. I've heard bad things about you for years. And yeah. also like, okay, so so you're a business owner who has this, you know it's a fake review because you know who wrote it. Yep. It's the person you fired last week. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to contact somebody at Yelp hmm. to tell them. And then hey. they don't care. They say, we're not the arbiter of the information on the website. It's that whole section 230 or whatever oh, out terms that of internet yeah. um, websites get. Like, yeah, they it, shouldn't because you It's are. not their... They're just the bulletin board or whatever. Yeah. Oh. They're just the it's space... The whole Facebook. Don't shoot the messenger yeah. kind Facebook of thing. Yes, exactly. They're not liable. Yeah, you are. Because you are. so dumb. They didn't post You're the it. container for that content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're liable. Yeah. Yep. What? It's like, it's, it's like, you know, if you own a prison... But you don't want to be responsible for what those prisoners do. You just don't right. have any bars whatsoever and say, well, we're not responsible. That's a hey, terrible metaphor. I don't know where it's going. We're just the, the building where they live. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happens on the inside it's, it's, isn't it's our problem. Not, having any, not doing any editorial control make, means that you can't be responsible for anything said yeah. or harmful. Right. Or that's exactly. Just, that's Correct. Clearly nonsense. It's and, just covering your ass. Yes. And one thing I read said, Yelp, they kind of compared themselves to Wikipedia. Mm. You know, well, that how, doesn't make sense. Because no. way well, more controlled. Because than, Wikipedia yes. doesn't author any of the information on their their website. But it's way more vetted it, now. It's from other people. Before. And that's the point. Yeah, Wikipedia. They also, nobody has to pay yeah. to put stuff on their website. That's true. It, or, you know, have their yeah. stuff fixed or removed or whatever. Yeah. And Wikipedia also is very diligent yes, they are. about fixing incorrect yeah, things yeah. and making sure that it's not biased and all that kind of I mean, stuff. So it's, it's just, like, okay, stop comparing yourself to yeah, Wikipedia. Funny. It's just human nature that if you are soliciting the people who, who use your website for money, you're going to do something to, to yeah. Yeah. you know, yes. try Fudge to... Budget. And yeah. try to encourage yeah, those to people to... To answer to your solicitations, you mm-hmm. can't. No, yeah. it's human nature. It's a built-in conflict of interest, and it's yeah. just like business. We the, <laughs> this this website reviews restaurants. At the same time, we're asking those restaurants for money. I mean, we're yeah. done here. You have to be. You're going to for sure be corrupt. Yeah, you can't not be. And I also I read about several other lawsuits brought by individual businesses. Probably small businesses. Obviously, it's not Target and you know Walmart. Yeah. Those kinds of companies. So they're probably smaller companies that can't afford the Counsel. fanciest lawyer and i'm sure yelp does yeah. have the oh, you yeah. know fanciest lawyers on retainer yeah so that's they small company win. their lawyer his name is fred and he still wears suspenders yeah. but damn it <laughs> he's giving it his best well so it seems like yelp always wins or the cases get dimis- dismissed so yeah it does seem like that it's kind of like the way yelp. elon musk won that um mm-hmm. right lawsuit against the guy though he clearly did slander the guy yeah that's why it's not illegal it's not a justice system. No. Yeah. It's so a I don't, money. I mean, even like on Amazon, how it says like verified purchase and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'll look at reviews for things, especially mm. if it's a weird kind of product or something that yeah. I'm looking for, or there's 20 different ones and yeah, I got to figure out I, which one. I, it, you got to. I don't trust any. What you got to do Honestly, is you got to look up actual people. TripAdvisors I have used to know that a restaurant exists. Yeah. 
and yeah. what, what's here in this area that's like that. true I, would, mm-hmm. I absolutely do not look at the reviews in any way shape mm-hmm. or form yeah. I don't trust they may all be real I suspect I they're not and I can't trust any of them because I know some of them are yeah. right and now I can't even trust that because now I know that they're pushing other things artificially to yes. me yeah. that might not worse. even be relevant to my search apps Absolutely. I haven't looked at TripAdvisor a whole lot, but, I have. but when we have gone to places, yeah. I have just Googled. Same, mostly Google. Yeah, yeah, and you'll get to a TripAdvisor. What's fun to do in Blah Blah City? And yeah, and it'll bring me to TripAdvisor, and it's always been dumb. It's never, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's ever been helpful. No, and it'll have the same, it'll have this, it'll, you know, restaurants right. and blah, blah, and has like Carl's Jr. and Green Burrito, oh. and it has, and, and it'll have the same entry. Four times yeah. in the list of so there's oh forty eight results. Well, no, there's twenty one results, but you have multiple listings. All that I, that's super common. Yeah, it's not a good website. Yeah, sponsors TripAdvisor. I know. Fuck you, TripAdvisor and Yelp. Although um, you and I have both written reviews for things on Amazon. I've written reviews for you for books. You've reviewed books. Oh yeah, a lot. Okay, and I have reviewed the odd product here and there, mm-hmm. just because they they ask you to. They keep sending mm-hmm. you things saying. I think you should be a um, elite reviewer. On the only thing I've ever reviewed anything on was Etsy. Oh. And that's because yeah. it felt nice. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> well, yeah. you know, you're getting something from uh, like an independent person who literally yeah. just sent it to you themselves. And I'm like, let me go, dear. Yeah, yeah. I, on Etsy I would do that. And on, um, I don't use it, eBay? but eBay. Yeah. yeah, where it literally affects somebody's business. Mm. If they yeah. get a bad review, it's, well, it does on Yelp too, but in a less well, tangible way. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> but but somebody who just like an independent artist or something yes. like that, I feel like it's a little bit more meaningful mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't ever write a negative review for anybody Same. ever. If I didn't like them, I just wouldn't use them again. But I'm not out to hurt somebody's business just because I had a bad experience or whatever. Same, unless. They're harmful to the community at large. Yeah. Like giving bad reviews to a podcast. <clears throat> Oop. Dick move. Or like I've done it once. No, actually I don't think I did. I don't think <laughs> I, hit, I don't think I hit send. I think about like bars and stuff. Bars have reputations for like drugged drinks or like yeah. bad security. Oh well that yeah. That's one thing. Give that bitch a one star and tell everybody the names of the employees that fucked you over too. Oh, you know, I did give it back. <laughs> but it was really terrible. I don't and it, I and I thought it was um Product placement. I was highly suspicious. It was a little product placement. Oh. So that's that ah. to me is is almost the equivalent of a bar drugging people. Maybe not. Not at all. But still harmful. Don't make that equivalency yeah. at all. Like all the product placement we do. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Even how many have we alienated? Yikes. Well, we talk about products, but absolutely no one's ever paid us to talk no. about products. Nope. So. There you go. And we usually talk about them in a not so <laughs> positive light. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're a company. <laughs> well, that's it. Although, wow. uh, you know, let's give a good review to The Shed at Dulwich. 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 Because it, its yeah. food was frozenly delicious. They're not on. Damn it. Mm. Well, TripAdvisor anymore, so. Let's give a, a positive review to Uba. I thought he did a, a, a great on job. On what? But on, you can go to on you, making a fake restaurant. He still pays for his website, so you can go to the website yeah, and look at it. Okay. I'm well, gonna call the phone, and leave a mail, leave a voicemail. <laughs> yeah, uh, he does this phone number too. I'm pretty sure. Thank you, Carrie, for that welcome, weird and strange yeah. and interesting and uplifting. Yeah, it didn't make me sad at yeah, all. Not, not at one all. person died. No one's stomach no. hurts. No. All right. Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> You're welcome. Until next time, we'll Hi. see you. Thanks for listening. Make a restaurant. Goodbye. Well. Bye.